My name is Eli Harrington, and I'm co-founder of Hedy Vermont. On behalf of our team, want to let everybody out there know that we are going to be producing more audio, more convenient for you to listen on the road at your desk and stay on top of all the cannabis news in Vermont and beyond. So stay tuned for our podcast coming back on iTunes. Stay back for more audio interviews and enjoy this conversation we had with Ashley Reynolds, co-founder of Elmore Mountain Therapeutics, talking about her $20,000 startup grant and business competition she just won. Enjoy and stay tuned. All right, well, Ashley, let's start with the competition and say congratulations again. Um, The first question, and, you know, we can sort of describe in more detail what the competition is um, and sort of what the theme is. Um, So maybe you want to start there and and kind of how you learned about this competition. Sure. So uh, last February, actually this this past February, um, I had been going to um, Female Founders Speaker Series. And what that is is it is a nonprofit organization that also partners with VSET, Vermont Vermont Centers for Emerging Technologies, and it's held at Hotel Vermont in February, and what they do is they bring on guest speakers of other female founder for other companies. So my first window into, you know, sort of an early entrepreneur, we had just started the company, you know, we had some success, um, but really just not really knowing who I wanted to have for a mentor as just a business woman in business in general. And the keynote speaker of that particular series was Donna Carpenter. So you can imagine how uh, inspiring that was and her goals of having a 51% um, executive staff for running Burton. So all of her executive staff was also in the panel, and so they had an awesome Q&A. Um, and Sam Gerber, who is one of the directors of VSET, she was the moderator. And so at the end, there's this great like Q&A and questions from the audience, and so I was able to stand up and ask and her entire executive staff burning questions that I had as a new entrepreneur. So I really felt super, you know, welcomed and, you know, supported. And that was kind of my introduction to um, David Bradbury and Sam Gerber Reset, who I then obviously connected with afterwards. And they do a whole host of events um, and help support with certain resources um, for not just women, but um, in particular for this event was women, and then they are also part of the business staff of Middlebury College, which is why um, the pitch competition, I think, was at Middlebury College. Wow, all right, that's cool. So that's like, that's a that's a great story of sort of the organic grassroots network and you finding this, this group of mentors initially and then sort of being incubated, you know, throughout this entire process. Um, you know, the, the competition itself, maybe you can, we do have some, some more media that we can share. Um, but can you describe a little bit about sort of the structure of it? Because I think people just sure. defer to like Shark Tank in their yeah, in their in their no, brains. But that's a really great way to explain it. Um, so it's in front of a live audience. It's also being recorded. It's in front of judges. Um, you had an eight minute window to do the pitch, and then a four minute Q and A from the judges. So you know, and you're also giving a PowerPoint presentation at the same time. Um, so yeah, no. The the only difference is that um, the award didn't come with like a uh, investment to it. It was just um, a cash prize. So that was the biggest difference between us this and Shark. 
Shark Tank, but no, I mean, if, if people out there know what Shark Tank is, like, it, it was exactly like that. Right, and like you said, it's it's an eight-minute eight minute pitch and then four minutes of, of Q&A, right? Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. so. Um, let me just be clear, because I really, like, want to dispel that, like, I know what I'm doing at all times, I definitely <laughs> don't. Um, I definitely emailed Sam Gerber of Reset when I looked at the application, and I mean, there were qualifying factors, uh, which are totally on their website, if you guys are interested in seeing what the qualifying factors were, um, but uh, yeah, no, one of them was like, please upload your pitch deck, and I didn't know what that was, and so I emailed Sam Gerber and was like, can you help me, and she was like, here's the link, and here's what you do, and then I, you know, put it together, and obviously spent like a week writing the audio to the pitch, but um, but yeah, I learned a lot on my own, just kind of how to create a pitch deck, you know, how to even like pitch people about your company. I mean, I knew about what we had been doing and our successes, but like how to put that into a concise, organized manner was, uh, was a good learning experience for me, and I recommend anybody who is, um, you know, looking for investment or not, it's just a good idea to just get it out there and get it on paper so that you can really see like where are your, you know, strengths? Where are your weaknesses? Where do you want to grow? It helps you sort of organize, you know, where you want to go. Because um, I don't feel like I had really been doing that because things do move so so quickly that you know more of like a day to day versus like long term plans. So I recommend anybody out there to, to, to do it. I mean, I know I can one thousand percent relate and kind of our our experience with Hedy Vermont and you know these other startup projects and it's a big thing in nonprofit, right? It's the capacity building and so. You know, having this opportunity to step back and being like, wow, it's really worth my time to organize all this and having like deadlines and structure. It's a it's really a great, a great process. Um, and so I guess that kind of, you know, this was not a cannabis competition, you know, and I think that's really one of the most awesome parts about this entire experience and and kind of news. Um, and I'm curious to, you know, kind of get a sense of, you know, how your how your pitch differentiated, but also kind of how your product, your company, your business differentiated, and then afterwards I'll ask you about you know kind of the specifics to to CBD and and cannabis. You know, so you were the only cannabis entrant, right? Yeah, um, you know, of course I was feeling nervous about that, and I did some legwork on the judges and sort of what their stances were on cannabis. Um, but yeah, I mean the obvious thing is that of course like what differentiated me from anybody else's pitches is that I'm talking about cannabis. So like that's the obvious answer. But you know the, maybe the not so obvious answer, and certainly my belief is that I think that we appeal to all business folks and entrepreneurs because our strong desire to collaborate with businesses outside of the cannabis realm is is what we're showing these ancillary businesses that like we need you guys. We need you know PR. We need marketing. We need um, web developers. We need um, you know people to demo. We need people to to get into this industry who already have established businesses. So you know I've been trying to work over the last year and a half. I think we all have been in this industry is dispelling the stigma around cannabis. And for EMT, I mean we have been working really hard to work as much as we possibly can with other businesses not in the cannabis industry to show them like you can do this and no one's going to arrest you and you can be successful in it and more importantly like we need you <laughs> you know there's there's so many people that I look to as mentors for my you know going forward in business just like anybody would in business like yes it's cannabis but I've sort of changed my mindset now and 
was really the first time since I started the company that I just felt, you know, completely exposed. I didn't feel vulnerable, and I felt like this is this is it. This is where the industry is right now. And if you're not gonna jump on the train, then you're really, you know, you're really missing out at this point. So yeah. Right, right, and it's and you know, I mean, and part of this this competition specifically is is female founders. You know, majority women-owned businesses and. You know, that's something that you read about in kind of the cannabis kind of I, I think that cannabis like industry and community likes to really congratulate itself a lot. Um, and I know it's not it's not nearly a 50 50 split yet. Um, but, you know, I mean, you kind of do represent that in a very real way as far as, you know, uh, women working together in cannabis specifically, you know, and kind of this network of entrepreneurs that you've been able to to build because your business is kind of so complementary. Yeah, there's a line that I didn't get to say in my speech that was, we're not trying to break the glass ceiling, we are breaking the grass ceiling, and that Vermont's cannabis industry isn't going to be dominated by men because we are choosing to make it a safe and accessible place for women. And I think that this is just a time right now where, you know, women are feeling more empowered, and I think that power in numbers is really important. I think that all of us have sort of felt this angst within our own industries for such a long time and now to have this like girl gang that's like you know not just with EMT but just in the cannabis business in, in general in Vermont that like I think a lot of women are like yeah I can do this like there's not really like a hesitation now because there's already so many strong awesome cannabis business owners that are owned by women and they're showing us all the way I mean I'm constantly inspired by you know of course Hedy Vermont and like Monica and series of women weed and like editor's note here my microphone died right at this point ashley listed off about five or six or seven other vermont women cannabis entrepreneurs so my apologies that that was lost because of my technical difficulties we are proud to bring you the second half of our interview with ashley reynolds of elmore mountain therapeutics it's presented by hetty vermont and the hetty vermont member program for just $40 per year, your Hedy Vermont membership entitles you to discounted admission at events, free private members only events, including free gifts when you show up and bring a friend, and discounts at our partner businesses, including Elmore Mountain Therapeutics. Check out the membership section today and see how you can be supporting Vermont businesses while also being a part of the club. Enjoy the second half of our conversation with Ashley Reynolds. You know, I mean, you're interacting with a lot of different businesses and investors at just this one event. And I'm curious, like, you know, what was the reaction to the cannabis industry in general, you know, and CBD in general? Are, are people there, you know, are, are people in the investment and startup community in Vermont really taking this more seriously now? Or what was the, what was the reception and was there interest in THC as well? versus like, you know, what's it like? 
like being in the cannabis industry. I think people, at least in the business realm, other entrepreneurs are sort of over the whole like, oh, it's cannabis. Like now they're like, okay, like how how are you guys going to grow this business and like where are you going to grow it? Are you going to grow it just in Vermont? Are you going to grow it retail? Are you going to grow it nationally? And I think that that's a question in all of our minds right now. It's like, you know, where where are we all headed with this industry? And I undoubtedly think that you know the recreational market is is going to have an impression on the CBD hemp market. Um, but no, I mean, as a whole, I didn't find that people were super interested in like THC in general. It was more like, where is the business going? How is, how is this industry going to be moving to stay dynamic and stay current with the national landscape and the federal landscape? Well, and so let's, let, let's conclude there and kind of as you're, you know, from your perspective, um, you know, as a, a now next level <laughs> competition winning, um, you know, founder, where do you kind of see this heading in in Vermont and and beyond, you know, and and what kind of what do you project for the evolution of the Vermont cannabis cannabis scene in the next year or so? Um, I mean, I think that we are all just kind of in this limitless bubble right now. I mean, I, I'm sure you guys all follow, you know, cannabis trends and so forth within the recreational and CBD market, and we're all seeing that the CBD market is growing much faster in some cases than the recreational market and so my advice to every person that ever asks me those types of questions is focus on your brand focus on your culture try to keep the noise out and stay true to what you are trying to accomplish as a brand as a culture as a product um that that's my main focus and that is my advice to others is just you know, there's no reason to limit yourself. Um, and I mean, you're your own worst enemy. So if you see something you want to get, if you have a goal in mind, like do it, go for it. Um, cause I think right now we're living in a space that anything's possible. A big thank you again to Ashley Reynolds for speaking with us today. A big thank you to Honey Twist Music for providing our theme song and to Jam Creative for providing our studios. Stay tuned to make sure that you guys following our newsletters, the social media. We will be revising the podcast on iTunes so you'll be able to get it delivered directly to your phone in the very near future. Until then, stay tuned. Elevate the state.